Joining me in the studio this morning is Warren County Sheriff Martin Edwards. Good morning, Sheriff. Good morning. How are you? I'm well. How are you? Good. That's a swing of temperatures. It must be spring. Well, what happened to in like uh, a lion and out like a lamb? Uh, I think we're going out like a lion. Yes. Um, don't need it, but I guess we don't have much choice in the matter. That's right. We uh, we need to be just prepared that we could have a very fast-moving system uh, later this afternoon into the evening hours that could produce some uh, very heavy rain, possibly high winds, possibly hail, possibly tornadoes. You've got uh, in front of you the Warren County Emergency Services. Um, what does it have to say this morning? Well, according to this, uh, with the possibility of severe weather, here are a few reminders about outdoor warning sirens for Warren County residents. Uh, siren activation is not limited to tornadoes. Sirens are also activated for things like large hail and dangerous winds. Sirens are not always activated for the entire county. They're normally activated where the danger is anticipated. Now, sirens are meant to alert people outside of danger, and they're not necessarily meant to alert people inside buildings. Sirens are only one part of the warning system, and there are other ways to receive uh, notifications, such as uh, NOAA weather radio, media, and, of course, on your phone. If you would like, you can text your zip code to the number 888-777 to sign up and receive alerts for Warren County on your phone. Again, that's uh, text your zip code to 888-777. And again, you can sign up for those weather alerts. Okay, thank you very much. That uh, That is good for people if they would like to know when severe weather is going to hit our area. So 888-777. Uh, yes. Okay, any advice for people this afternoon? Well, uh, I understand the schools are letting out early today, which uh, I, I think that's probably not a bad idea. Uh, so there's probably going to be some school kids getting home earlier than normal. Of course, our chief concerns when we have high winds like that are down power lines. Uh, that creates uh, a, a very significant danger. Uh, you, you have to assume that those, those lines are still energized, so you want to stay away from them. Uh, also, the possibility of some road blockages, some trees down. Uh, so if you encounter these things, of course, uh, call the dispatch center uh, so they can be made aware of it. Uh, so that'll enable, you know, the proper crews to get out and do their work. Uh, you get high winds like this, I'm always concerned about power outages. And if, if it's uh, significant enough, it could be a long period of time before power gets restored. Uh, if you have a, a portable generator, today would be a great time before the storm set to get it out uh, and make sure it's ready to go. Uh, and again, have some. I mean, fortunately, we're not talking about a snow event and extreme cold, uh, but still, it wouldn't hurt to have some candles in the house and some things set aside just to kind of weather through it. Uh, if you can avoid travel today during these peak periods, and again, stay tuned to, to the weather radio, your local stations, uh, and utilize your, your phones and computers to kind of get an idea when this is supposed to hit. Uh, it will be relatively fast moving, but I understand it's going to come in two waves. Uh, so we'll get the first one, then it's, as I understood it, the second wave will be a little bit stronger. I, I guess I'm a little bit grateful over the fact that this will happen during daylight, uh, you know, which is kind of a boon to us because we can kind of see what's happened out there. So uh, most definitely I'm, I'm sure that uh, we'll be out later this afternoon to storm watch. Uh, fire departments, uh, the rural ones are most likely they will be out as well. Uh, at some point this morning, again, I'll be talking with our ESDA director, Casey Rex wrote. Uh, so we'll prepare as much as we can, but, but home preparedness, of course, is key. Uh, and, and again, I just want to reiterate, if possible, stay off the roads during this period of time. 
uh, don't encounter those power lines uh, and call in what you see. Okay. And uh, before the storm arrives, we also need to point out from the National Weather Service, currently there's a very high grassland fire danger in the forecast due to the warm temperatures throughout the day and the strong winds. Any fires that occur may be difficult to control and burning should be avoided uh, today. These are strong gradient southwest winds expected this afternoon and tonight up to 50 miles uh, per hour. So heads up if you've got work to do outside. Okay, let's hope for uh, good things. Let's hope that uh, the storm is not as uh, difficult. And it will be cold overnight. We're supposed to drop down to 34. So, you know, be prepared uh, for that as well. All right, Sheriff, what else would you like to talk about this morning? Well, you mentioned when we were off air, uh, Child Abuse Awareness Month. Uh, it's an unfortunate uh, situation that we run into, but but nonetheless, it, it, it happens. Uh, as in earlier this week, uh, we had to make an arrest on an individual. Uh, a lot of times these are domestic situations, um, and generally speaking, it, it tends to involve uh, teens uh, that, are, that are in conflict with, with their, uh, their parents, or in most cases, their, their step-parents. And, and that, that, those conflicts are going to arise in some cases, but it's how we react to them that, that uh, makes it a a better outcome than in some cases uh if things are getting that difficult in the uh in the in the home dynamic uh, there are resources uh counseling services uh, we do have bridgeway here in town uh or in some cases uh this is going to manifest between the home and the school uh so there's always the uh the potential to maybe talk to the school guidance counselor uh, we, we know what it's like to have teens, and, I, and I'm not blaming the teens now, and I'm not, because the adults are supposed to be the adults. Uh, but we run into situations where uh, kids are not happy with their home life, or whether they feel that's too restrictive, and in some cases we get runaways or kids refusing to go home, or they want to go live with the, with the non-custodial parent. Uh, so we tend to get involved in that because, you know, they're, they're supposed to be in another place they're not. Uh, so we kind of run into these situations where we're trying to find youngsters that don't want to be found uh, and sometimes uncooperative friends. But when they are located, uh, if they're willing to go back home, that's fine. We're completed at that point. If they're not, then we have to get a crisis intervention team to come in and, uh, and, and try and come up with a solution uh, to make it livable for all parties. So, uh, again, you know, there's... I, I get that. You've got youngsters sometimes that, that feel that a little bit of defiance. Conversely, uh, people that are uh, guardians and parents need to sometimes take a breath and you know think about what they're putting out there too for the home life. So uh, obviously we don't want those conflicts to come into our view. Uh, we'd prefer they be settled at home. So uh, just, just a thought. But certainly uh, leaving marks on a child is never acceptable. Uh, and in extreme cases, the severe injuries, and we certainly don't want that to happen. So just have to try and keep a, a, a better dynamic in the home life. And those are the ones you're aware of? Those are the ones we're aware of. We're talking with Warren County Sheriff Martin Edwards this morning. Okay, yes, April is Child Abuse Prevention Month. We'll have other interviews as well to be able to remind people of what to look for. Uh, let's try to prevent uh, child abuse that's that's the number one goal 
Well, and sometimes these uh, this kind of uh, segues into domestic violence too. Uh, that that's not an uncommon call for us. Now, in some cases, it's it's just merely a verbal squabble. Uh, well, we'll we'll just try to uh, ask somebody to leave and cool off, and, and we're done. Uh, nobody goes to jail. But when things get so out of hand that there's uh, shoving, striking, uh, any visible injuries or, or even complaints of injuries, uh, you could very well find yourself landing in jail, uh, and you're going to stay there. There's no bond until you see a judge, uh, which could be a day or two, and, uh, and almost invariably there's going to be a stay-away order involved too. So best bet, leave the house, go cool off, think about it, then come back home and try and resolve the matter. Okay. But, but resorting to violence isn't going to do anything but create more trouble. Okay. What's next, uh, Sheriff? Well, we have a big vote coming Tuesday. Uh, certainly don't want to talk about that. I, I think we've had some uh, some favorable feedback from uh, residents that we've talked about, uh, with about this. We've had uh, uh, some informational meetings in, in the uh, Roseville uh, Alexis, uh, we'll have one in Kirkwood, uh, 6.30 Monday evening at the fire department. And as I said, I, I think the, the, the feedback's been favorable. Uh, if you can't avail yourself to that, we, we, uh, we've also got things like, uh, a safety first Warren County, Illinois.com. Uh, and I know that, that there's been some advertising that that's, uh, I haven't seen it cause I guess I'm out of the viewing area, but, but apparently on on YouTube and places like that, some of the ads are picking up. So uh, we ask you to take notice of those and, and uh, again, asking the public to go out and support your sheriff's office uh, and, and give us the, the proper venue to, to work out of to uh, uh, not only take care of the inmates that come into there, but, but also as we serve the public. Okay. That is coming up on Tuesday, and uh, early voting has actually already begun. We talked with Chip Algren yesterday, talked with Randy Reynolds briefly and uh, just around 600 had already voted uh, either through their their absentee ballot or by going into the courthouse uh, for this particular election you know it, you were kind of recapping for me the way it's been this last five to six years on voting and the numbers were trending in the wrong direction I I went back and, uh, on the Warren County uh, clerk's website there's an elections results tab and and just out of some curiosity I went back and looked uh, to see what kind of voter turnouts there were for consolidated elections. And it looked to me like they were kind of trending downward. Uh, now, th there could be a variety of reasons for that, a, a contested mayoral race, um, uh, a new person run for all. I mean, there's any number of reasons why that could happen, but it just, just the stark numbers indicated uh, a lessening of uh, votes. So uh, every vote's important, of course. School boards right now and, and library districts and you know things like that that that, that people are are still going to be involved with your taxes so uh, always important to hit those polls uh, my wife and I are somewhat traditionalists we, we like to go to the polls themselves so uh, those poll workers by the way put in very very long days and what they get for it isn't that great so it, it's almost like a volunteer situation so uh, the little plug for Randy Reynolds if, if you've ever thought about being an election judge, please go up and talk to her. She'll be more than happy to talk to you um, and be a part of a great process that we have. Okay. And finally, I know you wanted to point out farm safety as uh, our temperatures are starting to move in a direction that might might be more conducive to our farmers being able to think about getting in the fields. 
I was listening the other morning uh, when you had the fire department on here talking about that and uh, just to kind of readdress some of the things they talked about. You know, that's big, big equipment that's moving uh, and, and late hours, particularly when the tillage starts uh, up through planting. So uh, take a little bit of time. You see those big flashing yellow lights up there. Slow way down, give them some room. Uh, even when in the rural areas, uh, and I periodically have operated equipment like that, and there's just there's just enough room to clear a bridge with some of these big implements. So uh, sometimes be prepared to have to share the road a little bit. Uh, usually, when I meet a, my myself personally, and I'm not saying everybody should do this, but if I meet an implement on the on a gravel road, if I can find a gate hole, I'll pull off and get out of the guy's way. Uh, just trying to be a, a good neighbor and be courteous to uh, the other people out there trying to get this work done. Uh, but but definitely, uh, you, you're going to have big field cultivators out there when the planters get drug out. Uh, there could be some spring anhydrous that's being put on. Toolbars, uh, we've been fortunate through the years. We haven't had a lot of major events, but they do happen on occasion. Uh, and you'll get tangled up with a big, a big wide piece of equipment. So... Again, just be aware of the fact that they're out there, uh, and they do have the right to be on the highways, except for 34 going to Galesburg. Uh, but the rest of the highways, if they need to transit a field, they're well within legal rights to do that. Uh, I know that most guys will try to avoid that, but in some cases they can't. Right. So just have a little patience. Don't be in a big hurry. Don't pass the no-passing zones. Uh, bide your time, and, and you'll get where you're going. Yes, yeah, slow the heck down. Slow down. Just period. Um, slow down. I followed Adam Martin, oh gosh, it's been several years ago for planting season, and got behind whatever equipment he was in, and uh, just kind of, you know, learning to plant, getting out there, and followed him with my hazards on. And my heart, I mean, people come up on you quick. Yeah. And uh, I was a big red, you know, Jeep Grand Cherokee with flashing lights and the implement in front. And, you know, it, it just never failed. It was like, whoa, slow down. What are, you, what are you doing? I can't imagine not having the protection of a vehicle behind you. So we need to be conscientious of our farmers on the roads and slow slow down, let them get their work done. That's their job, their livelihood. And it just happens to feed us on the table. It does. Sheriff, you have a safe afternoon out there for spotter activation and storm watching. And uh, thanks to your uh, patrol deputies, your jailers, everything that you guys do to keep citizens safe here in Warren County. Great. Thanks for having me. Sheriff Martin Edwards with us on 1330 WRAM and FM 94.1.